It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Money for Lunch. Always, always good to have you here. Uh, my guest today uh, is a gentleman um, who has a company called CashOrTrade.org, CashOrTrade.org, and it's kind of a, a neat um program that they do, so I'm excited to have him on here. Um, also has like a movie star name, Brando Rich. I mean, it's just like perfect, right? Um, anyway, so uh, real quick, before we get started, well, let's, uh, let's, let's have the quote of the day. And uh, I don't see the quote of the day on my teleprompter. So looking for the quote of the day, Gary, where, where is that at? All right, here we go. Quote of the day. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and guts between dreams and success. That quote is by Bear Bryant. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and guts between dreams and success. Thank you, um, Gary, for sending uh, for setting that up for me. Anyway, that quote again is attributed to Bear Bryant. So let's get the party started. Let's dive into CashOrTrade.org. Um, like I said, uh, Brando Rich is the CEO of CashOrTrade.org. Brando Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Bert. Thanks for having All me. Right, so- you bet. I'm excited to have you here. So, so let, why don't you tell us a little bit about how, uh, a little bit about your background? How did you get to be the CEO of of CashOrTrade.org? Kind of give us a little, uh, you know, what do you call it? Reader's Digest version of your background and how you got to where you're at. Sure. Uh, so, let's see. My brother and I started seeing music like way back. Uh, when I was 14, saw my first dead show, um, saw my first fish show. Um, so I got started off seeing music in sort of the jam band era. Um, and then after college, um, being up here in northern Vermont, I dove into um, computers and started making websites. And next thing I knew, I was a web designer. And after about 15, 17 years or so of designing websites, um, my brother and I did this together. Um, we had a company. And having been live music fans for so long, we realized that there was a major need in the industry um, to help fans obtain tickets at face value and avoid scalping. Uh, basically, um, we saw fish for many years, uh, a little under 200 shows at the time, and um, they went on hiatus for five years. And uh, when they came back in 2009, 
we saw tickets being listed for $2,000 a piece. Wow. And yes, we were, it was kind of like a slap in the face. <laughs> and yeah, we were sort of like, what had happened here? Like what, what had changed? And the more we looked into it, we realized that um, sites like StubHub started in 2004 Um Facebook started in 2004. Um, you know, the internet was really just beginning to take off at that time. And uh, five years down the road, what we realized was the ticket industry um, had changed. It was no longer standing in line at the brick and mortar box office, but now it was all online. And what that allowed for was the average broker to become very sophisticated. Now they're armed with high-tech hacking programs called scalper bots that basically buy up all the tickets before fans have a chance and wow. relist them on secondary marketplaces. I did not know that was yeah. a thing. So there's really a program out there who will go to uh, Ticketmaster's and just start buying tickets and then immediately relist them someplace else. Yeah. Yeah. So they're called bot programs. And, um, you know, they have been known like, uh, the attorney general of New York did a huge investigation on this and they came up with some companies requesting up to 200,000 tickets in a day. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so they, they buy them all up, and they turn to the secondary marketplaces, and they sell them for sometimes up to five times the original price. And these marketplaces also have fees from 25 to 35%. Um, even to sell your tickets, it's 15% often. Um, and, uh, you know, it's really kind of destroyed what the entertainment industry is set out to do. Right. Um, well, you know, it's so funny. I, um, what's so interesting, I, I was just watching um, Jim Gaffigan on Netflix. And mm -hmm. it's so funny you should, that you should be on the show because he says on his show, he says, hey, thanks for everybody being here. I know that some of you guys, you know, paid like 40 or $50 to be here. Of course, after the, uh, after the, uh, the fees, it's like $200. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, those yeah. fees can get out of hand. Yeah, they can, um, you know, especially on the secondary market because, you know, not only are the tickets marked up, but then the fees are quite exorbitant. So, you know, by the time you end up buying the ticket, you're really coming out at hundreds of dollars above what they originally went for um, on a primary market um, sale. So, you know, it hurts the fans, but it also hurts um, the venue. Also, uh, are often brokers buy up so many tickets that they end up selling the best seats. And then some of the worst seats they just kind of dump because they already made their, their money. Right. Um, so sometimes you'll see a sold-out show with, like, empty seats. Um, you know, which obviously isn't great for the artists not great for the venue. They lose on concessions, beer sales. Um, you know, so 
it's become quite a mess, and the secondary market sites have created a massive inflation. Um, very speculative, too, because they'll often list tickets as soon as they go on sale on the secondary sites for very high prices to encourage other people to be like, oh, or other brokers to be like, oh, I can get this too. Um, so it just, it like, you know, artificially inflates the market. Um, and, you know, the artists don't gain from this at all. And uh, it's kind of become a corrupt situation. And, um, you know, I guess the online marketplace has just created for this. I mean, brokers are only, you know, they're uh, they're just doing their job, um, but they're allowed to, you know, use these programs um, to some degree. President Obama did sign the Bots Act, banning bot programs in the United States. But, you know, they often run overseas and... There's no regulatory agency set up to catch them. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you catch a bot? I mean, even if it's running here in the U.S., I mean, who's going to stop it? There's, it's, it's great that uh, somebody signed a, a regulation against it, but how do you enforce it, right? Yeah, it's another level because it's, it's high-tech, um, you know, IP routers, you know, VPNs, the, the whole thing it gets to be – really difficult to track down. Um, but, you know, there's everything from just pricing software that looks throughout the internet and finds what tickets are being priced at and helps alert a broker of the highest possible price that they could potentially get if they list it. Um you know, so it's just, it's not, like I said, it's not that brick-and-mortar box office where somebody might be standing in front of you in line, you know, where, like, people used to set up their tent and camp out overnight, you know, um, to get tickets to a hot show. Right. Um, so, you know, in 2009, just about 10 years ago, uh, my brother and I, being web designers, pulled together this site, uh, cashertrade.org, where we created a space for real fans to come together and list their tickets at face value. Um, They can not only buy and sell, but unlike any other site, they can actually post a trade. Like a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. yeah, I love that idea of being able to trade. Um, now, can I trade, let's say, can, can you do trades, for example, uh, I don't know, uh, can I trade you my uh, my widget for your tickets? Is it that kind of trade or just trade dates? So we do love creative trades. I think it's kind of fun to have people uh, – maybe find something of value than another fan might want. So creating like a historic poster for a ticket right. um, can happen in cash trade. Um, mostly it's like me- music memorabilia 
um, for tickets. But uh, but aside from that, it's it's mostly ticket for ticket. So it's often like a Friday for a Saturday, or it could even be you know I have a Bruce Springsteen ticket for a Dave Matthews ticket. Um, yeah. That's pretty so, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, okay, so you know, real just, quick, when did, when did you guys officially launch cashortrade.org? So we initially launched it in um, February of 2009. And that was before Fish came back on hiatus. And in May, we went on tour with the band and we set up a tent an easy up in the parking lot and hung a banner and a bulletin board and created a space for people to literally write down a tray on a piece of paper and <laughs> stick it on a bulletin board. <laughs> yeah. Old tech. And we still do this today. We still do this today because it's fun. Um, we don't hit as many shows as we used to. Um, but, uh, you know, fans really loved it. It created a, a safe place to come together and meet up at the parking lot um, to make like a last minute trade or to meet somebody to, to buy and sell a ticket. Um, we we called that our low tech version. Right. <laughs> uh, but we promoted the website and, and the app. Uh, you know, it's come a long way. In the past 10 years, what started off as just a, a fun hobby to help fans um, has grown. And two years ago, I turned full-time to it because we had over 100,000 users. And now we're nearing uh, a little under 200,000. And nice. uh, just to give an idea of some of the growth, um, last month, June, 6,200 new users signed up. Nice. Yeah. So we're excited. Um, you know, like I said, I turned full-time, and we raised some investment capital. Um, so we closed our first seed round of 400000 and we've hired out our developer team and our marketing team. And... Um, we're taking a real swing at this to make cash or trade become a viable alternative in the industry. So, um, okay. So not let me ask you this to make it, to make it a viable alternative. Uh, it's really a matter of getting enough users, right? So do you have a user number in mind? Is it, is it, uh, what would you consider viable when you have 500,000 users, a million users, 10 million users, anything like that come to mind? I I honestly don't necessarily feel like the number of users has to do with the viability. I think more the platform itself. Um, sure, we hope to get millions of users. Um, right now, we have members from every state in the nation and from 20 countries. Wow. Um, but, but more, I mean, a viable app and platform that allows people to transact safely and gain protection. So 
last month, we launched our first Traders Protection Service, which fully protects all payments through the platform with a 100% money-back guarantee. Wow. Our pricing is different than most. We offer a membership. So if you're a gold member, you get premium features on the site. Uh, Like you can get alerted the second a ticket is posted that you're looking for with like a push notification. Um, But you also only pay what you would pay if you were using, say, PayPal. Basically, the cost of a credit card transaction on the Internet is about 3% credit card fees. Uh, So if you're a gold member, we're keeping it at cost. Just that 3% to purchase tickets instead of the 25% to 35% of these other ticket platforms. Man. Okay. So, so, so let's talk about uh, your business model. Do you guys make a a transaction fee? Uh, Let's say I buy a hundred dollar ticket. Let's say, and again, the face value of that ticket is a hundred dollars. Um, are you guys making just the 3% of the transaction fee or, uh, or, or how do you guys make monetize the site? I, I know you mentioned a, there's membership levels. Um, mm-hmm. it, and so besides the membership levels, is there, an, uh, what other ways are you guys monetizing that site? Okay. So for right now, as a gold member for $25 a year, um, you have, you know, the gold membership lasts a year long, and it provides you that that ability to purchase at cost. So you will only pay the three percent in the credit card fees uh, across the board for as many transactions that you make as a gold member. Uh, that re- renews yearly, and uh, obviously you can manage your subscription and cancel at any time. Um, if you are not a gold member, uh, then it's a ten percent transaction fee. So it's still a lot less than the competitors. Um, but we really want to see people become, um, you know, join the face value movement. Is you know, our goal is to build a movement um, to change the industry. So in a lot of cases, it makes sense for a user to just become a gold member and save right. the money. Um you know, and then that way we feel that they're a little bit more invested in the platform and being part of a community to do good for one another and uh, and continue its progress. I should mention so, uh, it is free. I should I should just mention it is free to sell on Cash or Trade. Uh, most ticket platforms charge fifteen percent and above to sell a ticket. So. Even if you want to get your money back, you often need to ask above face value just to cover the fee. Right. But a cash or trade is completely free to sell a ticket. I love it. I love it. And and so I'm on the site, and you guys can search by keywords, by locations. Uh, you know, th- there's just a whole string of search uh, options. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, – I think it's uh, it's kind of like uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
as you said, a movement, a community of people who, quite frankly, don't want to get ripped off by uh, these other companies and at the same time don't want anybody else to get ripped off, right? So you're offering your tickets at face value. Uh, I love that idea. And, and what's interesting to me is, is uh, I didn't even think about the whole uh, – what do you call it? broker or scalpers that are out there who take advantage of people. I didn't realize about the bots and stuff like that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of barter in my life and sometimes barter or trade people get a little crazy with the value, right? Hey, I got, a, I got a mm-hmm. couple hundred dollars worth of tickets, but I want uh, $400 in, in, in trade value for them or something like that. And uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of what my caught my attention. But I love the fact that really it's, you're trying to make a community of people who are going to play and treat each other fairly. Exactly. Um, I think we found that, you know, just over the years of doing this, that there's statistics show that two thirds of the people who buy tickets are just average fans. They're like you or I and you know, you buy the ticket months ahead of time and you're just really excited to go. Right. And then like, you know, your wife's friend has a wedding that you forgot about, <laughs> you know? And right, you're right. like, oh, you're super bummed that you can't go, but you got these great tickets and really you just, you just need to get your money back. You're sitting on like $600 in tickets and uh, and now the event's a couple weeks away, and and you're just like, man, like I could play businessman, I could hop on these other sites. Um, I'm already gonna get charged 15% right away, so I gotta mark my tickets up. Um, uh, they're hard tickets. They're you know they might be paper tickets, so I need to allow myself three to four days to mail these. Um, I list them for a high price, but they don't seem to be selling because I'm competing against like thousands of sophisticated brokers. And uh, now the show's a week away, you know, and I'm really just like, all right, dude, like I just want my money back. Like, you know, here's a guy on cash or trade who has astounding reviews. I get to see his face. The photos he uploads, a profile description about himself. Um, I can see the people he's interacted with. I can see the friends he has on the platform. You know what? This guy's going to give me my face value cost. I'm going to get a good review, and I'm going to leave him a good review. So next time I'm on the site that uh, I have good credibility, and someone will want to do the same for me. And that's that's what it is, and and we find that two thirds of the people in the marketplace are those people who aren't concerned about making the extra fifty to a hundred dollars after playing businessman for two weeks and taking a risk of losing all their money because they didn't sell. Right. And uh, you know what we saw was a lot of people post to social media. You know, saying, yeah. hey, friends, I got this extra thing. Um, but we've seen that, like, social media is not the proper place. It's 
you know, it doesn't speak tickets. There's no like real way to search. Uh, there's no proper transaction or protection that's happening. And there's no way to gain any credibility for it. Um, so this is why we created Cash or Trade. And well, and 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 the, the 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 real issue I think with social media uh, is that first of all you're limited, right? I mean, the, the great thing about CashOrTrade.org is that it's a community of people who are interested in buying and selling tickets. So why not go there? Because could you sell your tickets on social media? Yes, maybe. Uh, but social media is constantly changing. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, everybody was on Facebook. Well, now not as many people are going to Facebook. Uh, you know, for instance, I have, I have, my wife and I have five kids. So uh, for the most part, all of our kids, and they range from the age of 18 all the way to 30, have stopped using Facebook. Uh, they post every now and then, mm. especially the older kids, but the newer the younger kids they, no, they don't do anything not, on Facebook at all. They're not using Yeah, they're not using Facebook anymore. Yeah, the so, younger generation Yeah, they're yeah, using it's, different it's, apps. It's the younger generation, they're they're more uh they're, they're 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 what do you call it? They're doing different stuff, a lot of them. But bottom line is what I like about cashortrade.org is first of all, you guys are trying to make it as safe uh, safe as possible. Number one, number two, mm-hmm. it's it's you are fishing where the fish are at, for lack of better terms. You're going where the money's at. Hey, I'm going to go to a site that is safe, that is trying to be fair, and I'm not going to be gouged to sell my tickets. I'm not going to be gouged to buy a ticket. It's a no brainer for people who are looking to buy and sell tickets. That's it. Well, that's that's what we're trying to do. Um, you know, what's funny is, I mean, I guess when we built it, we, you know, at the time, we were like, what are the three biggest sites? And, and we were like, eBay, Craigslist, and Facebook. So we were like, let's mash these together. Uh, so when you go on Cash or Trade, you see chronological listings. And we got that from Craigslist. Mm. Um, but every user has a profile, uh, where you can have friends and photos and information about yourself. So we got that from Facebook and the review, um, the ability to gain reviews and the checkout process we got from eBay. And, uh, so we mashed this together, we threw it up and, you know, our head was in tickets and uh, the more we started hearing from our users, we realized that, in a way, it is a social network. Yeah. Um, most, not most, I mean, almost all ticket sites, um, they're sort of built the same way. They hide the seller's identity. So there's like this lack of transparency Mm. And it helps the seller like feel okay about charging a high price and ripping you off because you don't know who I am and you're not going to know who I am kind of thing. Um, so you never know like who or where your ticket is coming from and whether it's going to be valid or not. 
And uh, I think what we realized was because you go on Cash Trade, every user has a face and a full profile that uh, you begin to get to know them. And we've watched people make friends. You know, they meet up at the show. They have a beer at set break. Um, they friend each other on the platform and they end up trading for years to come. Yeah. I so, love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I think it's, I, I think it's fantastic. I just posted something on, uh, uh, on Facebook, speaking of Facebook, and I'm going to share it on, uh, on, on Instagram, uh, I'm not Instagram, but, uh, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn as well, because I think it's such a smart Great. idea. I mean, it's just a no brainer. Um, and certainly would love to see the site get bigger and bigger because if all of a sudden you do have a million users, uh, then that gives me more selection and uh, maybe some of those users are closer by and just, you know, the, it, it's just kind of like that Craigslist thing, right? You get to deal with somebody local. And I love the idea yeah. that, you know, there's profiles there, there's pictures and, and you're absolutely right. The last time I bought tickets online, it was, it was very um, weird the way the whole transaction went down. So, and I remember buying the ticket, you know, so we paid for the tickets and, and we didn't even get an email for like, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 minutes. And we finally got a confirmation email and come to find out that the reason it takes that long is because sometimes they will sell you tickets that they don't even have. And then once you buy them, they will go and find them. And that's why the confirmation takes so long. And, mm. um, and I thought, and then the other thing is uh, they, uh, uh, they wouldn't deliver the tickets. These were digital tickets and they would, and they uh, said, Hey, we, we deliver them, you know, 24 hours before the show, which I thought was also a terrible way of doing business. I want, you know, I just paid you my mm. money. I want my tickets now. What's, what's this weird yeah. thing about waiting before the show? And uh, anyway, so I love this idea of cashortrade.org. And um, Brando, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. We're out of time, but I want to wish cashortrade.org the best of success and, and uh, maybe get you Thanks. back here next year and, and get an update on the growth. Awesome. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Good stuff there from Brando Rich. The company, again, is cashortrade.org. Hey, do me a favor. Let's share this episode with everybody you know. Let's help as many people as we can to trade or cash.org their tickets, right? To, to, to not get ripped off, to be able to pay face value for the tickets. That's a, man, what a what a classic idea that is. What a no-brainer, but it's hard to do. Um, anyway, my friends, thank you so much for helping us out. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and thank you so much for being here. Remember, you were created to be. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch, and check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.